We're going to be talking about the penis. We'll be talking about the vagina. Do you find that funny, audience? Do you find it amusing that we'll be talking about the testicles? Yes, we will also be talking about venereal disease, sexual intercourse, and and we will definitely be spending a lot of time talking about masturbation. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Yo, Muse, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, and I know everybody's scrolling down to the time codes. Those topics aren't guaranteed. That is just <laughs> a brief overview of what you can possibly expect. This week, we are joined once again by our great friend, the one, the only, Kill Bill in the house! What's good, y'all? What's good? I'm changing my rap name to Young Jeezy. (laughs) Okay, is he not using it anymore? Y'all can't call me Kill Bill for the rest of this. Y'all have to call me specifically Young Jeezy, because Jeezy already exists. He dropped the young, so now I am Young Jeezy. Uh, Well, wouldn't you want to call yourself Young Yeezy? No. Because technically, he doesn't have that name. No, I want to be Young Jeezy. Who doesn't? I listened to I, Can't Man the Snowman 20 times today. <laughs> it's see? a fire mixtape. DJ Drama? I have a bottom grill. And, uh-huh. like, it's just the whole... It's like the uh, six teeth on the bottom, right? And, like, it's removable, obviously. I can't hardly talk with it in. But, like, like <laughs> I'm so afraid that... I'm going to get hit in the face and it's just like all those teeth are just going to like come back like at once and like I'm going to lose all my teeth in one shot. Like if I got in a fight with my grill on, like that's if you go for the lower jaw area, like I'm fucked. You know what I'm saying? So it's a struggle out here. People be out here fighting with grills on. Hats off to them, but I don't know how you do it. Did young Jeezy have a grill? I don't think he did. Not not you, but the the previously known as Young Jeezy. I should the probably artist specify. formerly known as Young Jeezy. <laughs> I don't think he had a grill. I don't remember him ever having mm. one. I, hmm. But Wait, Gucci definitely now. did, and they almost squared up. Young Jeezy had to have had a grill. I don't think so, though. He thought grills were lame, like Wiz Khalifa now thinks lean is lame. That's what, in the business... We call it a segue. Uh, wait, I just want to say real quick. Apparently, Young Jeezy's teeth fell out during a performance. What is it with rappers' teeth? Is that why they're just preemptively like, nah, I better dip this shit in gold. Because something's going to fucking happen. Yo, yo, hold on. I just want to say this. I know that we were about to do this masterful segue, and then me and me and Rap Critic are just fucking shoving our dicks in it right now. You're taking but, uh, simultaneous but, shits all over. So there's a yeah, video of, like, um, Slim Thug... And, you know, he had platinum, like, each tooth was covered. Like, it was, like, the old school, like, permanent grill, right? Mm-hmm. And he got them taken off. And, like, there's a video. I remember seeing it when I was in, like, high school. And I was, like, he got them taken off to get his teeth cleaned and all that stuff. And they took it off. And his teeth were so freakishly white and straight and good. And I was, like, how the fuck, like, <laughs> are they so nice after he said it been, like, seven years since he took them off? Is that what got you into hip hop? Seeing his amazing. I remember shiny- seeing that, and I was like, "Today's the day. I'm gonna be Young Jeezy one day." Mm-hmm. What? What? What about Wiz Khalifa? I didn't mean to do a transition there, like uh, fucking Nardwar. What do you know about Wiz Khalifa? Um, I haven't really heard too much about your boy in a while, and now apparently there's an Instagram video where he's saying, "Uh." Lean is lame. Drawing a line in the sand. 
Well, but not really. Taking a hard stance. Not really. I don't think that was a very hard stance. That was like a kind of like, a, oh, yeah, lean's lame. I mean, if you do lean, you know, do you. But like, if you don't do lean, yeah, then like. Yeah, I mean, like, I was just like, wait, well, that was the fucking point. I think like, he was just saying <laughs> that you don't have to do anything to try to fit in. And like, yeah. that's I think that's literally all he was saying. But that dude was just high as fuck and was just kind of saying yeah. how it came out. And it sounded kind of cool. So he just ran with it. Yeah, because it's just like, if you do it, then, I mean, you know, keep doing it. But, like, other people don't think that is cool. It's like, well, if you're not willing to, like, you know, but, like, it's like, man, killing people is not good. I mean, you know, if you killed someone already, I mean, you know, that, that's cool. But, like, don't do it after what I say to not do it. Like, what? Yeah, he's saying that if you're going to do lean, you have to do it for the right reasons. Okay, if you don't not because not because you want to fit in, but because you are dealing with depression or something like that. And that's your way to escape into a harmful drug habit. That's what he's saying. Okay, and that's (laughs) That's exactly what he meant. Well, this kind of like ties in with like, who's his name? What's his name? Russ. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Russ. Russ is like a new rapper. He's like kind of he's kind of popping off right now. But like he's like anti SoundCloud rapper basically, and he has like yeah, he wears I, that I, shirt that says like uh, Zans are for idiots or some shit. I don't remember what it oh, was. Oh shit! And like it was a, a a big thing, you know. And like now now regardless of how good his music is i don't really know anything about his music. I just know about that. But like now everybody, he's become like a J Cole type character, like or a Hobson type character where it's like a. Like, uh, I wouldn't say J. Cole type character because J. Cole's not really like that. But you know what I mean? Like, he's hated by the SoundCloud community. Like, this is the guy who's preachy, so we automatically don't like him. Yeah. All right, you have this video called Lean is Lame. And then you do a crying, laughing emoji face and a plane, which, (laughs) like, well, um, what? (laughs) And then, but, like, if if you're going to make that stance, like, make that stance, like, just be like, yo... I've seen people die because of that shit. We need to fucking cut it out. Like, that would have been dope. But he's just like, yeah, if you're going to do it, I mean, if you already do it, then okay. Because he, he knows he doesn't want any real beef with anybody. Like, I feel like in his head, he heard, like, if I actually say, th- like, don't do lean and I'm taking a hard line against it, there's a lot of rappers that I'm going to be starting beef with, you know? So he just went like, I mean, if you do it, you know, you can do it. But, like... Don't do it after I make this message? Like, what? Does he realize how easy it is to just not post something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like he might as well have just not said anything. Like, who in the world just saw that? What impressionable... It's probably like five kids out there who are just like, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to do lean anymore, but I'm not going to dislike people who do lean and that's like that's like what he was going for. It's probably like five kids out there who are like, well, yeah. see, they probably went like this. They probably went like this. You know, they heard like, wow, one of my favorite rappers just said lean is whack. Oh wait, no, he said I can keep still keep doing it. All right, never mind. Yeah, exactly. That's like uh, uh there was another thing too when uh, uh Bones had this whole big thing where he like came out and said like um I don't uh I don't pop Zans because pills are for pussies and. Then there was like this whole like big thing, like him and Suicide Boys almost got in the beef and like all this shit. And it was like literally like, I don't know. I don't understand it. How come like someone can't take a stand against like something that they see is clear, like the opioid epidemic in in uh, it's clearly a huge problem. And I don't think that it's wrong to take a stand against it. Me personally, I don't want to do that with my platform. Like I don't 
that doesn't something that I feel super strongly about, you know, but I do think it's a problem, you know, and they should be allowed to say shit without rappers getting in their fucking feelings about it. Yeah. The thing about it is it's like, it's like with music in a way, like people take, except it's a lot more dangerous. Like people take, you know, their chemical dependencies and they take it as an insult. If you come at those chemical dependencies, instead of being able to separate it from, you know, yeah, I make music about this because that's how my life is right now, as opposed to someone who's trying to say, hey, for the future, let's, you know, lessen the, uh, the, the, um, let's lessen how this is influencing people. You know what I mean? Let, let, let's try to actively take a stand against it. If you're already doing it, I encourage you to not, but I can't make you not do it. All I can say is for the next generation of people, you know, this shit isn't cool. You know, like that would have been a lot more of a nuanced message instead of just saying, I mean, if you do it, that's cool. But like, don't, it's whack. <laughs> like what? <laughs> he probably didn't even give it that much thought, though. He probably was just like, I'm going to get on live and say some shit to change the kids lives. You do you, you know, do whatever you want. Don't give other people a hard time for what they want to do. But don't feel pressured to do it because yeah, other yeah. people are. That's the underlining thing. And how long did it take for him to completely butcher that shit and not make any sense? <laughs> no, but I wonder if there are like other Wiz Khalifa videos that we just don't know about because people just aren't watching. They're just like, man, light bulbs are a blight on society. We need to fucking crush all light bulbs, y'all. Let's fucking do it. And he's just like, light bulbs are lame. If you use light bulbs, like, that's cool. But, like, light bulbs are fucking lame, dog. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with that information? I don't know. I think we all know what he was trying to say. We all know what he was trying to say. And that's what's important. But, like, the average, like, just little 15-year-old is going to be like, I don't know what he said. I'm so confused. I think I need some drugs. I think... But yo, he's always been on he's always been on that health tip, man. He's like he's always been like don't smoke blunts. Those will give you cancer. Smoke smoke papers instead. So there you go. Mm. That's a that's something you learn from Wiz Khalifa, you know? You know, he's kind of like he's kind of like Snoop Dogg, I think in a way. Like he just does weed. Yeah, like, no, he's I, always I'm been completely fine with that. But he's I feel like he's even deeper into it than Snoop is because like he's been like all like dabbed out for the past few years. I feel like dabs is like like a completely different realm. Like you're like sacrificing parts of your day to do that. You know what I mean? Yo, so I think we need to talk about what everyone's going to ask us to talk about what everyone's been asking me to talk about. And now that we're finally talking about it, people are probably going to move on to the next thing. But let's talk about it anyway. Eminem's Walk on Water song. Oh, shit. Eminem. Beyonce collabing together with a pianist. Is the pianist getting credited? Like, is this one of those scenarios where it was like Rihanna, Kanye, no, fucking uh, Paul McCartney? Although, you know what's funny? Skylar Gray apparently played played the piano for this song, and she wrote the oh, hook. She did. I think, yeah, yeah, and she just seems to be like the person. Like, is she just like Eminem's muse? Like, for the last couple albums, because it feels like... Hell, I guess. She's all over his songs, but it feels like she never gets, like, any real credit for anything. Can I can I make a confession to you guys? What? Mm. For the longest time, I thought Skylar Gray was a porn star. Me too! I thought... Is there, like, a porn star with a similar name or something? Th- th- it's like there Amber is. Gray or something like that. No, I think it's, like... 
There's got to be a Skyler or something. No, Sasha, Sasha Gray. Gray. Sasha yeah, Gray. okay, Sasha yeah, Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Skyler Gray is the new Dido. Oh my God, I forgot about Dido. If we're going to bring it back to Stan for the third week in a row. I like how at the end of the song, he's just like, fuck y'all, I wrote Stan. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. That's my favorite like, part of the song. And the thing is, like, it wasn't even part of, like, you know, the traditional three verse structure. It was just, like, tail end. Like, he was just like, oh shit, I thought of something. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys want to talk about this, the content of this song? Or, uh, like. Well, I, honestly, I, I more want to talk about, uh, porn stars because, uh, okay. you know, oh, there's oh, this okay. Huffington Post thing that says, uh, James Dean, which. Oh, yeah. He's a piece of shit. As much as his name is worth nowadays, but in 2013, he had there was an article that quoted him as saying, Sasha Gray's name is the name that is not said in this business anymore, which is hilarious to me, knowing what would happen not even like two or three years fucking later. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, well, Sasha Gray, hey, I, James Dean, am saying that Sasha Gray's name is going to be fucking mud in this industry. And I, I say that upstanding citizen James Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Never committed a sin in my life, James Dean. <laughs> I will cast the first stone, James Dean. <laughs> what a piece of shit. You know, I saw recently someone... I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to get off on a whole tear. For those who don't know, we're not talking about, like, the guy who died in the 50s. <laughs> No, no, no. We're not. We're not talking about the devil, uh, the rebel without a cause. We're not talking about. Jeez, we're talking about uh, fucking life imitating art. A dude who was uh, famous for doing rough sex scenes, who uh, apparently was also just really abusive in real life. Yeah, which kind of. Kinda, How about that? That kind of fucks up the whole scene, doesn't it? Like you think if you were involved sure in that shit, right? If you're doing porn and you're involved in like really, you think you'd mind your fucking P's and Q's outside mm. of it? Because it's like, I need to make sure that people are safe. You would think so. But it feels like a lot of times, like anything I've heard about the porn industry is like really disgusting. Like a lot of times, like yeah. it would be like girls that get pressured into doing shit they don't want to do and people mm-hmm. get fucked over pay wise and stuff. And like, I don't know, like. Just boundaries are completely gone. And I know, like, you're, you're signing up to be a porn star. You're signing up to do shit that you probably wouldn't do in real life, you know? But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, I mean, consent is consent. I don't know. It's fucked up. That's why I've never watched porn in my life. <laughs> I'm a good person. <laughs> I am young Jeezy, and I have never <laughs> watched porn in my years. Wasn't James Dean also in the... Uh in the Lemon Stealing Whores viral yes, video. That was oh him. my and god, I, think, I forgot about I, that. I, I honestly think that's why it was such like a crushing blow. Because like women liked him. Like that Lemon Stealing Whores video was the first time I had ever heard like a girl talk about porn. Yeah. Like because mm. they're like, oh my god, have you seen this video? Lemon Stealing Whores. Yeah, it's really silly, and then it turns into a real porn scene. But it's okay because it's fucking James Dean, and he's you know really handsome and da da da. It was just like, wow, I've never heard. Like maybe I'm just I, I was just out of the circles, and maybe this is just like my you know the, everyone has the first time having that conversation about porn. But I had never really heard women talk about it like that until fucking James Dean, you know. Man, it's just, it's fucked up, though. Me and Rav were talking about this the other day. Like, I'm afraid to get on Twitter 
now because I'm afraid I'm going to go on and be like, hey, you know your favorite person? They're a fucking rapist. I knew it was a big deal. Like, okay, because like uh, the, the Louis C.K. thing that happened, like Rav was always like a big Louis C.K. fan and shit. And like, I mean, Me too. I, I liked Louis C.K., but it wasn't like one of those things where I like went out of my way to like watch him. But Rav like showed me Louis C.K. I remember like when we were living together and he was just like, yo, dude, you got to check this shit out. And I like watched it. It was funny as fuck. And like, I know he was like taking that shit pretty hard, man. Like a lot of people was like people that you care about and then all this shit about like I don't know if like it was even true or not but the shit that happened with like George Takei George Takei I don't know how to say his name yeah, oh, yeah. like like I don't even okay. know that one's a hard one that is yeah. a hard one we were thinking about and this is where we fucking jinx it we were talking about people that most people would just be absolutely surprised and shook if they were to hear because I mean with Louie we kind of heard those uh, rumors or people yeah, were saying that he was doing those yeah. things years ago. Apparently, even the George Takai thing is even like a two-year-old news story that's only now getting traction again. Yeah. A lot of people are saying Weird Al would be a Dude, big shock. no, don't say that shit. Oh, don't me and Rav had this conversation shit. the other day. Stop, stop trying to get out ahead of shit. Oh, that would be awful. Look. Shit's bad enough, all right? <laughs> You know who I said? I don't know if you guys even really like fuck with the, them like that, but I was I said Dan from the Game Grumps. Oh my god, dude! I could never. He's like the most pure creature I can <sighs> think of. No, you know what? All right, all right. If we're gonna if we're gonna do that, if we're gonna play this game, Mister Rogers. Oh, isn't he dead? Mister Rogers is yeah, I dead. I know, but like, but like, what if like a story came out? And oh. it was like, yo. I would weirdly, like, not be that surprised because, like, I, I feel like he was from a time period, even though he's, like, the nicest person ever, but he was a time from a time period where, like, people were pieces of shit, and then everyone's like, ah, it was, it was the 40s or the 50s or something, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think we'd ever hear about Mr. Rogers, I don't think we'd ever hear about Bob Ross, I don't think we'd ever hear about Bill Nye the Science Guy, uh, Weird Al's pretty up there, Danny is a pretty good one, I was saying Obama. Obama, yeah, that would, I think, that would be like a really... No, 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 that can't happen. The reason why is because... It can't happen or it shouldn't happen? No, 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 no. The reason why it can't is because he is the first black president. If that was a thing that that had really happened... We would have fucking heard about That's it. That's true. That is Think true. Think about That's a good that point. for a second. Let's not fake people out anymore. Let's actually talk about the Eminem. Eminem, dude. What if we heard allegations against Eminem? No, no okay, one would I ever mean, accuse him of doing anything bad. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> like if that came out, I'd be like. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we were talking about we said that shit. We were like talking about like what if Eminem did everything that he's ever said in any of his songs? Oh, like what if he did everything? Everything was like a word for word life story. And then like we were just like, well, Dr. Dre would have been dead like five times. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> like just everyone, but everyone but his daughter is safe. I'm mean, yeah, sorry, not much. safe. No one is safe but his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he would have crashed a plane into yeah, oh like God, a plane. Afghanistan or some shit. <laughs> all did all the not crazy outlandish shit he said he was gonna do. Like he would have ran into the Oval Office and beat up Bush. <laughs> Somewhere under a lock and key is a music video where Eminem is dressed like a mummy with his wrist slit. <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying is he thought about it. And he looked at that awfully hot coffee pot and he said, I'm about to dump this on Donald Trump's head. But then he said, should I do that? Probably not. 
you know? And he apparently ripped out Hillary Clinton's uh, uh, tonsils and fed her sherbet. Oh, yeah, reason. that's right. I forgot about that. That did happen. <laughs> Damn, he did a lot of wild shit in his, uh, his fucking music. What do you think about it? And that was it? not news for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure there's someone, like, in the 90s, there was a concerned parent that was like, oh, my God, he's done all of these things. This hooligan needs to be silenced. <laughs> What 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 do you guys think of this song? I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was cool. I wasn't expecting it because I didn't know he was working on any upcoming project besides that uh that freestyle. I guess that should have been a clue, though, because he doesn't just do shit like that and not be like trying to get his name back out there for like. Because I think the last time, like right after that, was the fucking Marshall Mathers LP too. So he always tries to get out there. Remind people a little bit as if people need to be reminded of Eminem. Um, but I thought the song was cool. Tearing away the the macho, tough guy facade, uh, which is so prevalent. And um, just kind of being like, hey, you know, I'm insecure too. The comments that people say, the, the criticism, that, that gets to me. You know, I always want to be my best for you guys. And that's really stressful. And it's a really hard... Uh, hard image to uphold and i thought the song overall was cool i thought it sounded cool i thought the the somber piano was a uh, a nice change for eminem uh the chorus by beyonce was was uh was cool and uh the ending was really funny out of nowhere the fucking retro the record scratching and you know the whole thing is you know I'm not a god. I'm not God. I walk on water. I would drown like everyone else because I'm just like you. And then at the end, Eminem is just like, except when I got a mic in my hand, then I'm godlike. And it just suddenly like, ah, oh, there he is. <laughs> For the last like 15 seconds. And it's so funny. Like I listened to that song and I was like, I something told me to listen all the way to the end. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was the same way. Like I remember being like, like I feel like I'm gonna miss something if I turn it off. <laughs> I think that it was cool that he was like so freakishly honest and we got to see like a little bit more of like Marshall and less of M. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm pretty sure they're the same person, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like it, it was like a lot pretty sincere and it's like cool that he's not just like acting like people haven't been saying this or like he hasn't been like like old school hip hop heads or like new school people have like been kind of saying like he's fell off or whatever. It's cool that he's like acknowledging like a truth, you know what I mean? And showing his insecurities and stuff like that. Right. So like as a con- the content of the song itself, I think is really cool. Right. That being said, I am never going to listen to this song ever again in my life. It's like one of those things, like as a, as a message, it's cool. Like if you're literally looking at the song as like a, okay, this is what's going on in his life. But then you could just like, look at it like this. Like if I really wanted to hear like good lyrics and like, not that good of like song structure or like, not that like, I mean, it's, I don't really listen to a lot of Beyonce, like outside of like old shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really care about the Beyonce feature. I think it's cool. Like, just I just think it's kind of corny. Like the the production is just like this fucking piano, and it's like not really going anywhere, and it doesn't really. I, I will say, yeah, it does feel like it's like, is this not building to anything? Like, you're not gonna add like 
any more strings or just like something you know what i mean like because it should feel like if you're gonna i was have- watching everyday struggle about that shit and they were talking about it and joe budden was trying to think of a word he kept trying to use the word climax wasn't the right the right thing the word he was trying to use was crescendo he was like what is the word it starts with a c that's the word he was talking about <laughs> by the way but like but yeah, yeah no like i just feel like it uh kind of meanders and doesn't really go anywhere and it's cool to listen to like one time, but I'm never going to be like, oh shit, put that fucking song on. I'm never going to be riding with my boys and be like, yo, y'all heard this new Eminem, you know? Yeah, it feels like a one-off single. It doesn't feel like this is going to be on the album. If it is on the album, know? I think it's going to be like a bad album. Like just like, just off, off rip. I think that's my prediction. I'll say I, the first time I listened to it, I didn't like it. Like it, I'm listening to it and I'm like, I enjoy the... Super, you know, Eminem rapping fucking circles around himself while also criticizing himself. It's like, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's like, it's kind of fascinating. Like, it reminds me of Andre 3000. It's like these guys who are like, honestly, incredible rappers, but they think they suck. <laughs> it was just like, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, the hell's wrong with you? I'm giving anything I think to it's just like that thing. It's, a, it's that thing of like people who are like, uh, I can't remember. There's actually like a, it's not like a syndrome, but it's like a, a state of mind or something where like people who are really good at their art, art form, their craft, or even their profession or whatever. And they think because they are constantly scrutinizing themselves, they think they're bad at it, but they're actually well, incredibly mm-hmm. good. And then there's people out here who are not very good at it and think that they're very, very good at things. Yeah, it's like yeah. the, the Dunning-Kruger effect. And That's it, There's yeah, an opposite yeah. version of it, but I forget what it's called. The Dunning-Kruger effect is where, like, the, the more good you think you are at something, the more likely you're probably shit at it. But then there's mm. actually the opposite, where it's like, the more you're, like, like for instance, you know, uh, for someone who's really doubtful of whether or not they're a good person, the fact that you are very critical of yourself means that you probably are a really good person. So... In addition to the single that came out, um, right before uh, we started recording, uh, Darren sent to me the uh, Ask About Revival website, which is the big tease <laughs> for the album. And I sent it to Bill because I wanted I wanted him to look at it. And just what you sent back to me is what I want to talk about because I think they could just start a whole other thing. I, I'm just going to read it. You said... Uh, uh, left my ass off. I hope this album doesn't suck. And I think that's such a funny response because I wrote back to you that that's exactly how I felt going into like his last three albums. That I was kind of skeptical, a little weary, wanting it to be good, but kind of afraid it wouldn't be. I I had that feeling for uh, what, what, what was the last Marshall Mathers LP two with the. The kick it, the what was that one? Oh yeah, the yeah. Vibe, yeah. Oh, Berserk. Berserk. Berserk, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where I was like, this is kind of weird, uh, but we'll see what happens. But I, I really enjoyed that album, and with this one, I'm like, <clears throat> I mean, I, I appreciate that. Ever since not a, uh, not afraid, the first singles haven't been like they, they've been doing something different instead of just being silly Eminem. Like Berserk was silly on Eminem, but it was like also a part of him that was doing the throwback to the hip hop classic sort of thing. Yeah. Well, when I listen, when I listen to Berserk by Eminem, I don't think like, Oh, this is a joke song. Like this is his joke song. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, so, so with this one, I, 
like you said, it feels like, yeah, there's no real crescendo in it. And it felt like something should have happened by the third verse. Um, and then there's the sort of feeling like I could swear I've already heard Eminem talk about the idea that he's running out of songs to make and running out of ideas. It's just like, okay, but you know, at this point you're just banging your head up against the wall with every song. Like I'm out of ideas. We know Eminem. I'm out of ideas. We fucking know. It's like, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Made a similar comparison. They talked about, uh, uh, I mean, this is a long time ago, but they were talking about how like, Somebody like Kelly Clarkson kept making songs about how like oh I'm totally over you. It was like this is like if uh, Michael Jackson made ten other songs about how the kid is not his son. First of all, it gets <laughs> old, and second of all, <laughs> you just stop caring. The you know kid is I mean? no longer a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, dude, get fucking over. It. Do so- either get inspired or fucking stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's just not hard. Like, we saw Jay-Z do it with 444. You know, it's not like you can't be in your 40s as a rapper and still be doing shit. That's a fantastic fucking record, in my opinion, by the way. Exactly. And so it's just like, what? Like, like, maybe this is good for, like, a verse or two or something like that. But I don't know. Like, a five-minute song where him just bemoaning the idea that he's totally out of ideas, even though I'm hearing the lyrics in the song. And it's just like, well, you're still good. So like what the fuck like it really does feel like like uh in fact he's our, he's actually used this lyric before where he said oh I know you guys are tired of the woe is me Eminem where I'm just bitching about you know I wish I had it as bad as that Marshall Mathers claims he has it it's just like yes please could you please realize that you just keep doing this shit do something else like when he did that like that diss to Trump was probably a better lead single than this was. You know, because it was just like, yeah. oh my god, Eminem sounds inspired. You know what I mean? I have like a really weird like dream album from Eminem that I want to hear, and I know it's never gonna happen. But like, I wish that he would just because clearly, like him going in like a more pop direction is like not working out for him. Like, just like as a as a artist, like he is clearly not happy with it. You know what I'm saying? You can like. I think you can kind of tell in a lot of times, like, I don't know how to say it. Because, like, he well, came he's back. He's relied with, more on pop singers in the last six years than he ever has in his entire career. Yeah, exactly. You know and so here's here's my advice, right? So kick all that shit, right? Like, don't do that shit anymore. And he needs to find, I know this sounds weird, but, like, an old school, like, lo-fi, like, um, uh, Memphis rap producer. Like someone who's like, mm. I know that's a very weird pairing, but no, like someone actually, from no, like no, no, Doom no, no. Shop or something. That actually sounds pretty cool. Like if he just like just bl- just went somewhere else with someone that no one knew about and was just like, I'm going to work on this project with you and I just want to see what fucking happens. You know, basically. Yeah, because like, I don't know, like if y'all if y'all ever get the chance, I know the names are ridiculous, but there's this group named Doom Shop. Right. And they're uh, some of the, the the actual rappers aren't really necessarily the focus, but they're literally like, emulating like 1994, 1995, like Memphis sound. And I know that's like a huh. lot of people did that, like Raider Clan did that and all that stuff. But like this is like it actually sounds accurate, like sonically like and there's a dude on there. He's like a skateboarder. Um, uh, his name, I swear to God, his name is MC Holocaust. 
Okay. And like, I first heard this, his mixtape is called Concentration Camp. And I was like, okay, this has to be like a joke. I was like, this has to be some kind of weird, edgy joke. Right. And then I listened to it and I was like, yo, I'd be mad, but this tape fucking slaps. Like, it's like, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. Um, it just doesn't, it, it, it just like has like a nice sound to it. So, but forget about empty Holocaust, right? Cause it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. I feel like you can kind of put any rapper in that, like in those shoes. I'm not like Young hating Jesus. on him, but like, it's more about the vibe than it is about like the lyrical content. Right. He definitely needs a different, just mode to go into. Like I've always said, like Eminem is so good at detail he could make a concept album. Why doesn't he make like yeah. a legit story rap huh. album? If you know he, what I, mean? I would, would love to hear him rap from a perspective of someone else or like create exactly. a character and run with yeah. it. And like the reason why I say, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like Memphis style, but like I would really like to hear like something that sounds like it was recorded in a basement from Eminem. Like I want to hear him rapping yeah. and like think about, cause like, I don't know, like one of the appeals to me, like especially the first Eminem record I ever heard, I was very young and I heard, it's not even an Eminem record, but it was just the eight mile soundtrack right Mm. and i was like wow like i can like as a child i could see myself i'm sorry my virus protection just went off anyway um uh (laughs) i could see like in my head i could visualize very clearly like what was happening you know and if he were to do that and it'd be like this character that he's created with this like gritty production who is not famous eminem i think that would be very interesting but i don't think he'll ever do that hey uh Bill has to dip. Um, yeah, actually, I have a I have a young Jeezy Coke deal in 2006. I have to go attend to actually. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> so well, Bill, uh, thank you very much for joining us again. Even if it was brief, we'll definitely have to have you on again for a for for a full sesh. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for having me on. By the way, I'm taking this time, this like minute I got left here, to say fuck Rav. If he's uh. real. If he's real, he'll battle me on here because he's been ducking me. Every time I hit him up, he's ducking, 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 ducking. And I know y'all oh, shit. y'all got the bread for us to battle. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got the clout tokens for us to battle oh, okay. over. You know? Dude, it is fucking out there. Let it be known. Episode 132 of the Going Off Podcast. The challenge has been issued. Rev, if you are out there, Bill wants to battle. This is the stage. This is the only stage in town, the Going Off Podcast, because it's got everybody tuned in. Signing off, Young Jeezy, 2006. How do I hang up? Here's the big takeaway, and I think this is the main thing we're going to get from the album. This is purely speculation. I'm not even going to try to pretend like I know what's going on in Eminem's head. This is just what I think we're going to see, but this album will probably be Eminem matured uh, even more so than on Marshall Mathers LP 2 which was probably his most mature most reflective kind of uh, self-aware kind of taking in my surroundings and where I'm at currently in my life like there was that one song that sampled that oh my god I hate oh your life is good I fucking hate that I hate the original song that that's based on (laughs) but yeah there's that kind of a dumb song really (laughs) there's that one and there's my life is perfect but i still complain yeah (laughs) and then there's the other song where he's talking about like 
making amends with his mom. Like, there was so much on that album where it's like, wow, okay, where are we going to go from here? The only two things I would be really okay with is if the next album is Eminem Mature, talking about mature shit, real Wait, shit. hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on. Uh, I am in the middle oh, of one, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I understand that this is important. So, uh, uh, you're gonna have to give me a second, man. No I'll be, uh, n- uh, well, I was talking to, oh. yeah, just, uh, no, we're doing, we do a, we do a podcast. Pokemon? No, it's like Cookie Monster. Oh, Pokemon Monster. Uh, but I mean, I did play Pokemon Go, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he yeah. did that, y'all gonna learn Chinese. Yeah. I remember that joint, too. That shit was so fun. He did a, that one song with Kanye West. The yeah, yeah, I yeah. Gotta Love. Is that, did y'all remember that one at all? Yeah, and he always liked singing with his little boy. Sorry, dude. I was not expecting this to happen. There's a whole, like, uh, okay. having to pay my the, the rent because it's going a different way. I can't really explain it right now because I'm still in the middle of doing it, but I'll be back with you in a second. If you think we're not talking about that on the fucking podcast, you are mistaken. <laughs> so, hey everybody, welcome back to the Going Off Podcast. Uh, we were in the middle of uh, discussing the new Eminem single and subsequent album, uh, Revival, when... Uh, there was a knocking. There was a rapping at rap critics' door, <laughs> and uh, I was. I've since been sitting here for probably close to twenty, twenty-five minutes <laughs> as uh, Darren spoke to these people who were apparently energy providers or some shit. <laughs> what the fuck, I don't- dude? I sat here. No, no, no. I sat here <laughs> and I listened to you guys go from talking about fucking uh video games to pokemon go yeah th- they randomly brought that up hip-hop. and i was like wait a minute are we uh this doesn't seem like a normal like thing you know what i mean like usually if a business company is coming in they're talking straight business they're right. trying to get the straight scoop and get out but they're like they were noticing things around the house and going like oh you're into pokemon i was like uh i mean yes but what does that have to do with the price of eggs in China? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, see, the, the only time I've ever encountered shit like that is when it's people trying to come by selling, like, magazine subscriptions. Are they suddenly like, hey, man, cool posters on the wall. It's like, all right, look, I don't got time for this but shit. The thing that, Get the fuck out. The thing that confused me is that, they're like, okay, so our energy provider, sometimes, mm. like, I think... It's possible for them to have other people that they go through in order to provide our energy for us. But the thing A type of subsidiary. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, we right. already have we they have don't. a fixed bill. Ah, and okay. I think that there are other people that kind of don't have a fixed bill because they weren't able to mm. get it or whatever. They don't qualify for oh, it. Yeah, they don't qualify for it. And so I think they were going to those people's houses and saying, hey, your thing is a little high. If uh, you come to us, we can get it down for you. We will work with their company. Ooh, so it's not like it's, it's not like they're a, a, a cable provider that's going like, hey, we're going to give you a different. Yeah, the album we are actually talking about this week is Intern Aquarium by Kari. And it's a Patreon request. Am I right? Yes, it is. Yeah, this was a Patreon request by uh, Jonathan Brogan. 
Never heard of Kari before. That tends to be how these Patreon requests go. Uh, they want to bring someone to our attention that we might not be familiar with. And uh, I dug it. I got kind of a uh, Amine, but instead of talking about chicks he wants to fuck or relationships that he just got out of, he's talking about how much his job sucks and some other... Uh, personal things, including uh, girls he wants to fuck. Just that seems to be kind of on the back burner. I like his style a lot. I like the production. I like the beats. It's all very fun. The skits fucking suck! <laughs> I am taking your role on this one. Sorry. Don't like the skits? I don't like the skits. You're right. What this does... It's an underlining story that this album is supposed to be telling here. And it starts with the first track. And honestly, I should have known right away how this was going to go. Because the first track, in turn, lewd, which is a fun little uh, play on words there. Mm. About one minute left in the song, the song stops and then it goes into a skit, which... I've said this before on the show, I hate when songs do this, when they don't separate the skit from the song, because if you're wanting to just hear the song, you're fucking hitting that next button two minutes in, because you don't want to hear fucking talking between songs if you just have this shit on shuffle or something, um, but it goes to uh, his boss is played by a uh, by a different person, which, by the way, tell me if that doesn't sound familiar, sound like every MC Chris album where he's talking to his record label executive. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think he's ripping him off. I'm just saying it's similar. But what we got here is the first track, he's complaining about his boss being a dick. And then we get a skit where it's literally what was talked about in the song in skit form. Yeah. I could have done without that. Because in the song, he's talking about, like, hey, I bought you donuts or whatever, and I didn't get a receipt. And you bitched me out about not getting a receipt. Mm -hmm. And then you hear a skit where the boss bitches him out about not getting a receipt. It's like, I fucking got it. I didn't need that shit. But <laughs> then it comes down to every third song from that point on, you get a minute to a minute and a half skit of the boss being a dick. I... And for for me, mm. it overstated its welcome because it was like the same joke over and over and over about the boss being a dick and not appreciating Kari. It's like, I get it, man. And what's, again, not to try to compare it too much to the MC Chris things, but at least with the MC Chris songs, there was a back and forth. Here, it's just a one-sided thing with the boss bitching out Kari and you don't get a response it's like I didn't I didn't think they were funny at all personally I, I actually thought they were a little funny I thought okay. the because I thought they were different enough each skit at least until the last one right because mm. the first one was sort of like yeah it, it could have been shorter it could have like Alright, we get the point that he didn't get the, the thing Because he, he kind of belabors the point in the song So when it happens in the skit It's just like, alright, you know It doesn't work that much on repeated listens But the French toast is kind of funny Because it's like, you know, the boss Who's already, like, 
you know, I don't like you. I am just working for you because I have to and I'm trying to get experience. And you're barely even paying me as it is. And you want me to fucking on company time talk to you about my sexual exploits. Like, it was just, it was kind of funny. And and especially when it was just like, hey, come in the storage room and lock the door or whatever. Uh, I, I know it sounded like I was going to fuck you, but... <laughs> like, that was a little funny. Uh... But the the last saw the, the last skin I didn't like because it was just like I thought the point of the boss was that he's using you because he knows that you don't have experience so you have to take the job. But then it became about a desperation thing where it was like I love you, I love you, Kari. Like I was just like what? Like where's that coming from? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It all sounded like some weird fantasy shit. Yeah, like, like, like at first it felt like it was going to be office space, but then yeah. it morphed into um, the the office. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a really good way to put it, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, first it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's sort of a parody of the workplace, and now it's just about how this character is lonely and sad. And it's like, well, that's not supposed to be the focus. It's like, I don't give a shit about how the boss feels. <laughs> yeah, am I suddenly supposed to fucking feel pity for the dickhead boss now? <laughs> yeah. No, but um, the songs themselves I really liked, which is why I messaged you saying that I felt the way the EP looks. Because Kari has this, his hands are over his face, <laughs> pushing his glasses up. Because as much as I really liked the songs, I should have known that after that first track that there was a skit within the song that that was going to be a recurring thing. But when the second skit came up, I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a recurring thing. It didn't register with me at first, but when that second skit came in, I was like, shit, I got this for the rest of the album now. So it was like, I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Shitty skit. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Another shitty skit. And it was so frustrating because I wanted to really, really like this. But, like, if I had to rate the album overall, it loses points because of the fucking skits. Right. But, uh, now, we've been talking about the skits the whole time. I think we need to talk about some of the songs. Yeah. Now, the songs are great. Honestly. I love the songs. Other than 2AM Thirst Ballad, I think every song in here is fantastic. See, I liked 2AM Thirst Ballad, if not for the lyrics and the content. I really like the beat. That, like, the way it switches up. I, was, well, I just wasn't feeling When the it. chorus kicks in. Yeah. It's, like, a little fun and dancey. I didn't mind that one so much. Um, it did seem less focused yeah, cause than the all the other songs. Like, yeah, she said she was down for that. She said she want rounds of that. And it's like, it feels like this should be leading into, like, a bigger part of the chorus, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, like, all, all the other songs are about, like, hating, you're hating where you are in your job and all that shit. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's just one song about wanting to get your dick wet. It's like, yeah. alright. <laughs> and, like, there are other songs, like, they're a lot more about, and I'm not saying that you can't have that song, but they're just, it's just kind of... And it did have one or two smart moments on it, but it was just kind of like, overall, I felt like the other songs had more going for them, right? It's like, if you give us so many songs that have so much more going for them, when you give us the lesser song, it's just kind of like, eh, unless it's really doing something different and unique and fun, 
It just doesn't connect with me as much, you know? Um, mm. I like the uh, 60, which is where he's saying, like, uh, being in my 20s, I've kind of treated liquor as a way to free me. He, he has points where he just, like, sort of talks in between verses. So he says, uh, being in my 20s, I've kind of treated liquor as a way to free me of my insecurities, as though there's a better me I can only reach when I'm intoxicated. But that's not true. I control who I am. And I was like, that's kind of a cool, like, just moment on yeah. that. I, it, he reminded me a lot of Macklemore mixed with Kanye. Like, early Kanye hmm. at points. Uh, with his delivery yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I could see that. But with the, the social commentary of, like, being at a dead-end job and wanting to get out of it. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what mm. Kanye's first album was sort of about, you know? Ah, okay. Um, and then, uh, and then, what do you have that he, uh, the chorus was like, uh, what is me if I'm you? What is black if I'm blue? I thought that was a cool, just sort of, like, mm. piece of the chorus, just sort of, you know, telling you the, <clears throat> the point of the 60s song. Uh, and how it, it's actually funny. I'm quoting the chorus and just the talking uh, that he does on this song. Not that the verses were bad, but I just think it's really interesting. He's like, he says, uh, says, I don't really follow any gods or religions, though I've always believed in a connection between all life forms. But if there is a god, I highly doubt that I'd be faulted for not reading a book written by the hands of men. And I was just like, oh, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, that's a good point. <laughs> I liked how at the end of, oh, was it that song where he's like, hey, I don't want to get preachy about not being preachy, that's just... That's just kind of how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the honesty. I just love the honesty in a lot of these yeah. songs. Um, you know, I love... I There's lo a lot of personality in this, yeah. and it really shines through. A lot of clever moments uh, mm -hmm. where he says... What does he say? A year in space, where he says, like, I wish I had just had a year in space where I could just, like, not have to think about interacting with people. And he says, mm. uh, he's like, uh, I don't love myself, but you keep loving me. I'm not the man that I want to be. I don't love myself, but you keep holding me. You know, it's just sort of like, wow, that's... I don't know, the way he delivers it, like, I'm not I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and then, oh, uh, Mutiny. So, Quitting and Mutiny. So, it was like, you had this song, Quitting, which is comes after the skit of him, like, leaving, and the guy getting all desperate, which is sort of belabors the point for the skit. Like, it could have been shorter. But, uh, yeah. you know, it goes into Quitting and then Mutiny and just, like, talking about how it's like, you know what, I'm going to pursue this rap thing and I'm gonna do it you know despite the fact that it's gonna be the harder option you know and mm. and it's gonna involve me spilling a lot of my spilling a lot of who I am but I'm willing to do that you know and it's like it's just a good message in these times you know what I'm saying like going for your yeah. dreams instead of going with a dead-end job where you're not even getting paid anyway so what's the point <laughs> you know what I mean because it was yep. like I I'm not even getting paid a dollar why am I doing this you know, and that's a good point. It's just like, if you're doing this job that you don't like for free, and that is, <laughs> oh, oh, you're just supposed to get experience. Well, why don't you just do what you want to? Because you're already going to be doing that for free, are you not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do mm -hmm. what you want if you're not getting paid anyway. And then, you know, that, who knows where that could lead to. And if it does lead anywhere, it's going to be what you actually want to do. So it's like I, I appreciated that sort of message, you know. Uh, quitting is probably my favorite song on the EP. Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of bearing all of it. It's like it's it's kind of where it all kind of it, it's like the culmination or or the crescendo, as I called back mm -hmm. to earlier, of all the like anger yeah. 
all yeah, like fact, coming to a head. Yeah, in fact, he has a lyric where he says, "I just got a dollar for a raise. What the fuck is this? I can make more money on the train doing fucking flips." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, dude, then why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, if I, 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 if if it weren't for the skits, I'm gonna give it two. I'm uh, gonna give it two ratings. If it wasn't for the skits, I'd probably give it probably like four point twenty five. Um, because of the skits, I'm gonna bump it down to three point seven five. Ooh, you know, I, I would actually give it that that four and a half. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought this was really solid. I enjoyed the skits more than you did, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You can have your MC Chris, and I'll have my Kari. How's that? You can have your Kari and uh, who did that? E- who who had the album? With Neil deGrasse Tyson as God. Oh, everybody. Yeah, I didn't like that either. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I, I, remember, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like those that. skits either. No, I thought it was an interesting idea. It might have gone on for a little long, but it you know. It did. I think it's interesting that, like, that 1 800, uh, the, the song with the suicide yeah. number. Uh, I find it interesting that that became such a huge hit. Like, it's I really blowing up, isn't it? Dude, I hear it on the radio all the fucking time, and I'm completely yeah. fine with it because I like it. But you know, for for a song with with like, it's got a strong message, and I yeah. like that it's that the name of it is the Suicide Prevention Hotline. So if you're in a car that has that like readout, it yeah, shows yeah. the number on the thing. I really wish the song was better because it's pretty mediocre what? overall. No, I know <laughs> oh, like it is. It. Oh, you a hater? I want to die. I want. Okay. A fucking all right. Like the whole first part of I just want to die. It's like, all right. It's fucking. Okay, uh, no, 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 no. That's not bad. The only thing that I really can complain about is there's not really like a lot of rapping in it. That's first of all. But, mm. that, you know, I, it, that's just understandable. Uh, like if you want to do that, you know, you want to have this singing stuff, you know, to make it more emotional. Um, but the other thing is just the way the chorus goes. Like it's just like, you know, I've been on the low. I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? Woo! Like, <laughs> the <what>? woo. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the woo, I'd really like that chorus. But yeah, the woo. That's really it's stupid. Like, like this isn't the time or the place. <laughs> yeah, it really isn't. Uh, like, see, like, and, and the thing is, you know, the, the, the second part of the chorus evolves where he says, I don't want to be alive, and then I want you to be alive. and it, Like, that evolves, but I feel like the pre-chorus should have evolved as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know, um, instead of, I've been on the low, I've been taking my time, like, I've been getting up, I've been using my time, or something like that. Just yeah, so that, like, yeah. Something is changing. But, but just the, who can relate? Woo! <laughs> it's just such a, like, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a moment of wooing. I'm fucking suicidal, you dumbass. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's episode of the Going Off Podcast. Thank you very much for checking us out this week, and if this is your first time listening to the show, all of our old episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Going Off Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon. And until next week, for the Going Off Podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm the Rap Critic. Hey. <laughs> We didn't talk about penises or vaginas or much about masturbation. 
Uh, I'm disappointed. I demand a refund. Where's my loot box? <laughs>